Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Glory to Jesus Christ of Nazareth. You know what? I, I ask myself which sound must I specially buy only for this part of today as I welcome everyone into the love of Jesus Christ, you know, and the community. Hallelujah. Right on the podcast of Jesus Christ Family Fellowship Center. You know, Jesus Christ Family Fellowship Church, or <laughs> praise the Lord. I ask myself, which which is which is the song that is gonna is gonna is gonna suit us as we gonna attack this subject today, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Thank you, Lord, for Todd. That Lord, we were able to listen to this sound, this wonderful sound. You know, we thank you, Lord. We thank you, Father, that we able to hear the worshiper's heart glory to jesus christ of nazareth and father we pray that today you cover us with the blood of jesus the blood that was shed for us on the cross we thank you father that the war hasn't stopped the war still continues glory to jesus christ of nazareth we thank you that the war of getting into most powerful areas it hasn't stopped it makes us to feel sometimes that you know there's nothing we can do but there's a lot that we can do we thank you for the remnants that have joined us online as we pray together we thank you for the remnants that are saying in these days let the honor let the favor of god continue to be upon us we thank you even today we bless you father we bless you almighty god in the mighty name of jesus christ of nazareth hallelujah we bless you lord we bless you father we bless you jesus christ of nazareth and uh, i just want to tell somebody today that um you know as as i said when i was, I was telling the people um, that we are we are joining each other today. We are coming on glory to Jesus Christ of Nazareth, and 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 my words where the war for dominion is on, glory to Jesus Christ of Nazareth, because spiritual armor is for fighting. So the war for dominion is on, glory to Jesus Christ of Nazareth, and uh, and the spiritual armor for dominion is on, glory to Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Hallelujah. We are not reversing because the war for dominion is on. <laughs> the enemy wants to rise up. It's interesting. You know, one of the most interesting parts is the division of kingdoms and the restoration of all things. This helps us to see how the Lord designs the beginning of society, what change and what is to come. After these principles, you know, we, we really understand how to move into the restoration of all things. That we, 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 we war that things must be restored. Glory to Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Sometimes, you know, when, 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 when we prayed so much, after the prayer, after we have understood that we are engaged in the warfare, and we think because we've been praying for favor, and then just favor will be on top of us, and then we'll just excel. No, 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 no. The enemy, Agatha, doesn't play that game. You know, he doesn't play that game. Some are coming to the possibility that before the second coming of Jesus Christ, 
you know, um, the gospel of the kingdom will be victorious throughout the entire world. The cross is the most preached about ministry of Christ, but he was also the restoring king. Jesus not only came as the Lamb of God, but also as the last Adam. Hallelujah. So tonight, as we are continuing to pray that favor of God be upon us, we want to walk with favor as the gates of economy open up. I want to promise you and tell you we will still be faced with resistance. Hallelujah. As I said, Jesus was the last Adam. As the last Adam, Christ revealed how to manifest his kingdom through the power of the Holy Ghost. He said, if I with the finger of God cast out devils, no doubt that the kingdom of God is come upon you. You know, the scripture teaches Jesus came to seek and to save that which was lost. That which was lost was the kingdom of God. It is not lost anymore. Jesus said, the kingdom of God is within you. At salvation, man receives a new nature. That new nature desires to please Christ and continue the advancement of the kingdom. Christ was sent into the world with two profound ministries. One as the Lamb of God that taketh away the sin of the world and the other as the restoring king. So the ministry of the Lamb of God to atone for sin is finished and the ministry of the restoring king is not. Once you receive Christ, you continue with the new ministry of restoring King Jesus. Just as Christ and the Holy Spirit were sent into this world with a purpose, so are you. As, as a sent one, you are equipped by the word of God, the fivefold ascension gifts of the apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, teachers, gifted and anointed by the Holy Spirit to invade. Listen to me. Invade. I think you need to write down that word and say, the Holy Spirit has sent me that I must invade, occupy, influence the world. In other words, to make a difference with your life. You've got to invade, occupy, and influence the world. Glory to Jesus Christ of Nazareth. There is no time to say, I'm going to fight. And then when it looks like the tap gets going and then my going gets low. No, 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 no. When the tap gets going, you say, I'm told to come and invade, occupy and influence the space where am I. The Genesis mandate is your assignment to be fruitful and multiply, replenish the earth, subdue it, and have dominion. Wherever you are, child of God, walk with dominion. Dominion is accomplished in the lifestyle of a remnant believers. The remnant are those that believe the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. They believe the kingdom of God is ever expanding and unstoppable. Remnants see themselves anointed vessels called to carry the culture of the kingdom of God into every aspect of society. Glory to Jesus Christ of Nazareth. If tomorrow we are faced <clears throat> with the resistance of the enemy in your workplace, don't say, Oh, it looks like I'm not working with favor. The honor is not upon me. The honor is upon you. Glory to Jesus Christ of Nazareth. You are walking with favor. The favor is with you. It's just you are faced with resistance. Now that resistance, it says, invade, occupy, and influence. You cannot reverse. Remnant reflects the kingship nature of Adam before his fall. Adam was a king. He betrayed God and lost his kingship. Where the first Adam failed, the last Adam was victorious. So today, salvation guarantees that man can achieve his original mandate to subdue and exercise dominion under God and over the world. All over the world. Let me tell you, you have dominion, praise God. You can occupy, invade, occupy, and influence. There are many kinds of wars. There are civil wars, religious, class, and the highest of all spiritual wars. 
There are wars in the place where you are working. There is a war between you and your boss. You just don't know where is this war is coming from. It's a spiritual war. 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 4, Paul spoke so powerfully. He says, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal by mighty true God to the pulling down of the strongholds. Strongholds are fortified defensive structures. These structures fortified belief system known as kingdoms. Christians are in a spiritual war for dominion. Kingdom against kingdom. Culture against culture. Values against values. Truth against lies. And light against darkness. Christian values are being assaulted daily and must be upheld in every generation. So evil spirits attack these values by teaching something different. They have wiles, seductions, philosophies, beliefs, values, and world views. They pass these on to the men that pass them on to others. When we pull back the curtain, we understand the truth warfare is the battle against fueled by the hatred of Satan. Nevertheless, we are more than conquerors through Christ who strengthened us. Without Christ, none can be free. And without his overcoming word, the chains of terrain could not be broken. Christ, however, is our source and we should never took to man as the staff of our hope, but unto Christ as author and the finisher of our hope. Glory to Jesus Christ of Nazareth. So there is a power that we need to bring a restoration of the church of Christ. You know, in awakening to the responsibility of equipping and empowering every believer to join the battle for liberty. This is the main aim for this platform. The main aim for this platform is to empower every believer. Is to empower every believer to understand, to knock the door of Christ. Christ has certainly expectations of his followers. Not only is Christ your savior, but he is also the one that sets standards for the citizenship in his kingdom. Those standards are kingdom principles that lead to, to liberty. As liberty appears, the kingdom of God manifests. Liberty is freedom to choose. Liberty is the road to dominion. Christ is expecting you to have dominion. In the war that you are fighting, fight, don't stop. Fight the good fight. Continue to fight. You know, I was praying for one sister last night, praying and praying and praying, you know, and, and, and the Holy Spirit says to me, just tell him to go on and fight the good fight. And she says, must I drop the towel? Must I not fight now? You know, when you've got a very weak ring in the boxing ring, when they see you hit once and the blood comes out of your nose, they want to throw the towel in. Instead of saying, let the blood come out of the nose, it's only one nose that is bleeding, not both nose. And the eyes can still see, go on and war. Jesus said, the time is fulfilled and the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Repent ye and believe the gospel. In this declaration, we discover Christ's announcement of a kingdom movement and launching of the greatest—I mean, the greatest revolutionary of all time. We are part of that kingdom revolution. You are destined for dominion. Glory to Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Just hit your chest and say, "I am destined for dominion," irrespective that I'm going through right now. But I am destined for dominion. Spiritual armor is for fighting. The war for dominion is on. It is time to invade, occupy, influence this world for Christ. So as the part of the remnant, you have been authorized for spiritual conquest and occupation. You are unstoppable, having received a kingdom that cannot be moved. Listen to me. You can't move back because you are the only lady in the executive. Rise up. Crush that man would mentality of saying because you're a woman, you cannot rise up. 
You've got to rise up. Crush that mentality that says because you've got a certain boss who's very stubborn, who does not understand things. He wants things to be done by his own. Whoa, spiritual armor is for fighting. Christ has called you into the royal priesthood of disciples empowered to manifest the kingdom of God on earth. So in prayer one day, the Holy Ghost said to me, only the sons of God walking in the spirit can manifest the kingdom. Only the daughters of God that are walking in the spirit can manifest the kingdom. Manifesting the kingdom is found in the Lord's prayer. Jesus taught his disciples to pray. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. That's the book of Matthew chapter 6, verse 9 to 13, if you don't know. Hallelujah. Matthew 6, verse 9 to 13. This prayer has been prayed by millions of believers. Yet how many believers, they have a part to play in the process. Scripture says, the entire earth is waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. How much longer does the earth need to wait? Listen to me. I'll continue to say, everybody is awaiting that the daughters of God can manifest glory to Jesus Christ of Nazareth. The daughters of God, the warriors of God, the remnant can manifest in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Glory to Jesus Christ. So the manifestation of the kingdom of God is the responsibility of every disciple of Christ. Disciples of Christ are part of the church at large. There's only one church model in the New Testament. That is the apostolic and the prophetic church of God. That is what was left by the apostles. No New Testament church in the Bible were built by the prophets or evangelists or whatsoever. They were left, they were built by the warriors. What is the apostolic church? It's the ministry of the warriors, those who are in war. Not, not really your, 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 your mpostile. Glory to Jesus Christ of Nazareth. When I'm saying the apostolic, I mean the warriors church. The scripture says in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 28, and God hath set some in the church, first apostles, secondary prophets, thirdly teachers after that miracles, then gifts of healing, helps governments, diversities of tongues. Hallelujah. Invade, dominate, and influence. I love it. Thank you very much. Thank you, Jesus Christ of Nazareth. So understanding the apostolic church means we move in a dominion. We understand the dominion mandate. It's a church model that includes all people. Apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, teachers, priests, kings, rulers. To their, together, they are the citizens of Zion, governing body of believers. Jesus said, I will build my church. And the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. The church <laughs> is not the building. But the church that Jesus was talking about here is building a governing a governing people full of governing believers. Paul confirmed this, confirmed this writing in the kingdom, in the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords in 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 15. Hallelujah. Jesus is the ruler of rulers. To understand the governing nature of every believer, we need a solid definition of the word ruler. According to the Greek lexicon, Ruler means to be Lord of, to rule or have dominion over. Two of things and forces to exercise influence upon, to have power over. To rule, have dominion. To be the Lord, exercise lordship. Don't reverse war. I want you to notice these governing definitions that I've put for you as a church. As the Lord, dominion and rule. The word dominion was first used by God, not man. 
when blessing Adam and Eve, they were commanded to rule in Genesis chapter 1, verse 26. When did they reverse? So who are the kings and the lords that Christ is the king and the ruler of? The answer is you, the born-again believer and disciple of Christ. With these definitions in mind, to rule means you have the right and the responsibility to take dominion by influencing this word for Christ. Glory to Jesus Christ of Nazareth. What is important is that you must manifest the priesthood. Manifested priesthood. Apostle Peter declared that you are part of a royal, royal priesthood of believers. In other words, you are a part of the priesthood of kings. But we are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a particular, a, a peculiar people that you shall shoot the, forth the praises of him who had called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Glory to Jesus Christ. That's First Peter chapter 2, verse 9. Kings have authority to occupy. Jesus commanded, occupy till I come, in Luke chapter 19, verse 13. Occupy does not mean to withdraw. Occupy means to march aggressively into others' territory with spiritual force for the purpose of conquest and occupation. You know, I love the Lord. The Lord says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. You know, all these divisions in the body of Christ, of a rapture teaching and dominion teaching, the rapture apologists say the world is going to hell in hand, basket, and so on and so forth. But let's overcome the fact that we understand who we are. Our identity must be very clear. And it doesn't matter what camp you support. But what is important is that, are you in the camp of Jesus Christ? Because it determines your worldview. There might be some people, praise God, that are in the other side of the camp, the very serious camp. In the book of Ephesians, chapter 6, verse 10 to 18, we find words written by Paul. They say, finally, brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. <clears throat> Listen to me. He says, be strong in the Lord, in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all to stand, I spoke so much about that other day, to stand means rising up. Stand therefore having your loins geared about with truth and having on the breastplate of righteousness and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith wherewith you shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit which is the word of God. Praying always with all prayer. Listen to me. That's why we are praying. Praying always with all manner of prayer and supplication in the spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. That's Matthew chapter 6, verse 10 to 18. Praise God. Paul described our spiritual warfare and teaches us to put on the armor of God. Listen to me. We are praying for favor. We are praying for honor. We are declaring that favor is upon us. We say we shall walk with favor. Glory to Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We did not say when we walk with favor, we shall not be faced with resistance. I want to emphasize this. Because the moment people face with resistance and they say, where is the favor? Listen to me. We are the warriors. That's why I've got to emphasize our position today in terms of what's supposed to happen to us. Paul says, put on the whole armor of God. Armor is for fighting, not running. It's significant to mention that spiritual warfare is not confined to the spirit realm. Demonic powers 
manifest themselves in the natural. Demonic powers manifest themselves in the natural. They can teach and make covenants of their philosophies. Just turn on television and you can view their demonic folly as they create strongholds in the minds of men. I don't know about it because I, I think I've got something like six months now, no, not having television here. These thoughts lead men in various directions. Some become politicians, school teachers, university professors, business owners, bankers, filmmakers, musicians, bloggers, and really, you know, reality television characters, but they become blocked by the evil spirits in their mind. Spiritual conquest and occupation manifesting in the kingdom of God will require you to embrace your sonship and guard your mind against demonic deception. You know what? The Lord led me today that I must speak to one of my old sons, one of my spiritual sons. And I spoke so much to, to him. And, and, and I thank God because God just gave me the courage to say, speak to this man. He cannot just let himself down because of some few failures on earth. Because of some few things that occupy his mind. Listen to me. We can't let people, we can't let the devil play with the minds of people that we can still influence. We can still invade. We can still occupy. The book of Romans chapter 8 verse 14 says, For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Romans 8 verse 14. Understand that it means to be part of the royal priesthood of kings. Be rapture ready, put, I mean, but put on the armor of God. Engage the enemy of your faith. Influence your world for Christ. Take position. Don't reverse. Put on the full armor of God. Create, put things together. Glory to Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Listen to me, the church of Christ have to rise up and build as a governing church full of governing believers. In the book of 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 15, 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 15, the Bible says, Jesus is the King of kings and the Lord of lords, meaning the rulers. Jesus is the ruler of rulers. The word dominion first used by God, not man, when blessing Adam and Eve. To rule means you have the right and the responsibility to take dominion by influencing this world for Christ. Glory to Jesus Christ of Nazareth. You're going to start praying in the next four minutes. Hallelujah. Occupy means march aggressively into others' territory with spiritual force for the purpose of conquest and occupation. Listen to me. Maybe your boss needs the prayer. Maybe the person that is opposite your desk in that open plan needs your prayers. Maybe the person next to your office needs your prayers. Spiritual conquest and occupation manifesting the kingdom of God will require you to embrace your sonship and guard your mind against demonic deception. Glory to Jesus Christ of Nazareth. You know, I'm talking to this young man today this son of mine, and I'm saying, I just watched you for some time. And not that I said to myself, I'm not going to do anything, but I told myself at the right time, the Holy Spirit will give me a way because I want to speak something that will blow out of your mind the mind of the devil and fill you with the mind of Christ. Glory to Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Because when we speak to people as saints, Let's blow out the mind of devil. Let's stop judging the humans from the, you know, the devil's mind. Speak and blow out the mind of the devil so that the person can be able to hear you. Pray strongly. Ask God. Deal with that mind. Blow that the mind of the devil can come out. Let the mind of the devil come out. Let those drugs come out. Let those drug addicts come out of that mind because you have prayed you want to occupy the mind 
with the power of Jesus Christ. You don't want to bring in the human philosophy. You're not coming in as a social worker, but you're blowing that mind so that the mind of Christ can fill this individual. Christ has given you power, saying, whatsoever you bind on earth, it shall be bound in heaven. This is a spiritual authority to say no. It is the power to bind as with chains, demon powers and their teachings. It is not a power that Christians seek, but rather power given by God to take dominion for Christ's glory. Man was created in the image of God and commanded to take dominion over the earth according to the book of Genesis chapter 1 verse 26 to 27. Not only is man called to take dominion, it is in his nature to do so. Don't reverse. Take dominion. You have power. Glory to Jesus Christ of Nazareth. The word was first used by God, as I told you, not man. God created man in his image and with his nature. The redeemed man is, you know, of Christ. You know, is the one who's a vice grant of Christ, one appointed by his ruler to subdue, govern or on his behalf, on his behalf or on his stead, with, I mean, in his stead with legal authority from his maker. It is important to remember, take dominion. You know what? If you take dominion where you are, in your next position, you are not going to struggle. You will just walk with dominion. You will walk with authority. Listen to me. God has destined you for the higher authority. If you are not in a highest executive position today, you are marching into that highest executive position. And God is preparing you for that. Since Adam's treason, it is in the fallen nature of man to subdue and take dominion over the earth to fulfill selfish plots of desires. So the redeemed man, in contrast to them, to, to, to the reparate man, knows the difference and takes his charge of dominion as one with delegated authority. What exercises dominion under God? In other words, dominion must always be on God's terms. <clears throat> you might have been faced by a terrible meeting today. Hallelujah. Some people, they come home being, or maybe they are having their issues and then you feel like, I must give up. You don't give up. The, you know, the antithesis of the disciple of Christ is the reprobate man. In his fallen state, man desire to be God. Man can never be God because there is only one sovereign and that is God Almighty, the creator. So Christ stands outside his creation. This makes him the sovereign of all things. Man can never be God. Saint Anthonius wrote, God is not nature, all the, you know, the consequences of which are mutually independent, nor is he the totality of its part, for he is not compounded parts of which he depends, but he is himself the source of existence to all. So to think of God's composing and putting together the universe out of matter is a great notion and it represents him as a workman rather than a as a creator so what is it that dominion that authority is being delegated because secular humanist dominion is seen in the probate you know in reprobate and corrupted actions of men so the corrupt man forgets where the power to get wealth comes from if you know where the power to get wealth comes from, you will go back to God. You will approach God. The scripture confirms the delegated authority of men that is submitted to the Lord of Christ. I mean, to the Lordship of Christ. The scripture says in the book of Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 18, But thou shalt remember the Lord thy God, for it is he that given thee power to get wealth that he may establish his covenant, which, um, which is... So unto thy fathers as it is this day. Listen to me. If you go through some issues that you find this is so difficult, run back to him. Glory to Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Go back to him. 
Go and obtain that wisdom. Go and obtain that authority. Go to him and say, I received this power to get wealth from you, O God. Christ also made it clear that he was the source of the authority, declaring, Behold, I give unto you power to trend on serpents and on scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing by any means hurt you. In the book of Luke, chapter 10, verse 19. Hallelujah. Power and dominion is not an end in itself. It is not power that Christians seek, nor it is dominion that the Christians seek, but rather power given by God to take dominion for Christ's glory. He is risen. Christ taught to pray the Lord's prayer, and he said unto them, when you pray, say, our Father with, you know, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done as in heaven. So in, so in earth. The book of Luke chapter 11, verse 2. This prayer confirms the Christian's responsibility to advance, to advance the culture, laws, knowledge, values, expectations of Christ, of the kingdom of God. Christ will not ask his disciples to pray, thy kingdom come if it were not possible to achieve kingdom manifestation. Glory to Jesus Christ of Nazareth. You've got to rise with the kingdom manifestation. Throughout the history, fallen men in, in an effort to subdue and take dominion have murdered millions of innocents. Trillions are spent by buying weapons and maintaining militaries that advance and secure the various desires of politicians, states, people, groups, gangs, and detectors alike. Because of the brute force used by some of the subdue and control, some Christians refuse to, con you know, the con refuse the concept of dominion and can even turn hostile to the idea. You've got to rise up, sister, brother. You've got to pray very aggressively. Having been released, listen to me, Jesus has released upon you the honor, has released upon you the dominion, has released upon you the favor. Favor of God is upon us. I declare that. But you've got to war. Look at Daniel. Daniel had to fight for 21 days. Probably you've, you've got to understand the status. Glory to Jesus Christ of Nazareth. You've got to understand the status that we can't reverse back. We've got to take dominion. Africa, take dominion in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. African daughters, take dominion in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. The favor of God is upon you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Regardless, Christ has continued to, 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 to command his disciples, occupy till he comes. In the book of Luke chapter 19, verse 13, occupy means to march aggressively into another's territory. Hallelujah. With spiritual force for the purpose of conquest and occupation. You know, one cannot bury his talents in the ground and expect a blessing from the Lord. Dominion requires occupation. And, uh, and subduing spirits walk on top of them. Sister, walk on top of them, brother. They are under your feet right now. Dominion is all over you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, you were given dominion according to the book of Genesis, chapter 1, verse 26 to 27. In Jesus' mighty name, you are given power to rise up. It is not power that Christ, I mean, that Christian seeks. No, it is dominion that Christian seeks, but rather power given by God to take dominion for Christ's glory. Take dominion in the position where you are. Rise up. You know, there are certain places, even when the people, they, they try to subdue you so much, they want you to be under the feet and they're thinking you're going to feel and you will just resign. And you say, you know what? Yeah, I'm not resigning. And then you say, yeah, I'm not resigning. I'm confronting everything with the anointing. I'm confronting with everything with the anointing that is upon me. And then you say, yeah, I'm not leaving this one. 
And then that time you must know that the anointing of the Holy Spirit is given to subdue because when the anointing is in manifestation, it confronts opposition. The subdue means to put down by force. Not only does the anointing, you know, impart spiritual blessing times of refreshing and healing, but the anointing also breaks the yokes and removes burdens. It puts the devil under your feet. Maybe you've got to wear other very long shoes and you say, you know what? I'm dancing with these shoes. The enemy is under my feet. Burdens can include things like sickness, addictions, demonic oppressions, poverty, or unrighteousness, oppression. You know what? You need to rise up and take control. Without a confronting anointing, there will be no deliverance. You know, the Egyptians experienced the finger of God when refusing to let go of God's people. Jesus reminded the Jews of this same power, saying, but if I, with the finger of God, cast out devils, no doubt the kingdom of God is come upon you. In Luke chapter 11, verse 12. This confirms the anointing confronts and then delivers. Glory to Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Hallelujah. We thank God today that the Lord has said, tell my children, let them be aggressive. Let them rise up to another level, as one sister said. Let's rise to another level of war. Let's rise to the point of discovering the Christian dominion, the dominion that you have as a child of God. Jeremiah was anointed to root out, pull down, and destroy before you could build and plant in the book of Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 10. This captures a picture of the anointing, attacking, and pulling down spiritual strongholds, including lies and false beliefs um, fortified in the minds of men. Maybe the person that is your leader, maybe the person that is your, you know, boss somewhere where you're working, I don't know, is being filled with a spirit, you know, of, of lies, attacking, you know, your position. You've got to pull it down and destroy it in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Hallelujah. Those who try to enslave the people of God or take away their personal liberty can experience the biblical power of confronting anointing that leads God's people out of bondage into liberty. This was the testimony of the deliverance of the children of God out of the Egyptian slavery in the book of Exodus chapter 3. Hallelujah. Come on, go on, fight in the good fight. Some don't understand the concept of Christian leadership and dominion. Others simply withdraw themselves from the battle for righteousness. The responsibility of biblical dominion does not dis, dis, you know, disappear just because one person um, denies it. You cannot disappear because your rightful position you haven't occupied. Some other places, you don't just reverse. You rise up. Simple is to take up, you know, another position after another position. In our generation, Christian dominion and the right for individual and family self-government under the leadership of Christ is being transferred to various nation states through, you know, whatsoever governing law is in South Africa. Hallelujah. For instance, the Christians are no longer allowed to, to participate and operate freely as they're supposed to. You know, but you've got to take position. Hallelujah. The scripture says, thou shalt have no other gods besides me. If your God is a God of war, if your God is Jehovah Jireh, if your God is Jehovah Nisi, if your God is Jehovah Mkhares, I shall die, then you have dominion. The word gods is Eluyahim, meaning protesters, providers. When fallen man rejects God and takes dominion of dominions, sake or to feed his own carnal desires, that demonic activity and ultimately leads to bloodshed war. You know, you need to rise up. There are some people that you need to pray. Praise God. Hallelujah. So as a righteous man, take it dominion. God created man and female after his own image. 
you know, in knowledge, righteousness, and holiness with dominion over creatures. In Genesis chapter 1, verse 26 to 28, Colossians chapter 3, verse 10, Ephesians chapter 4, verse 24. That means if it moves on the earth when God has given man dominion over it, one of the results of man's regeneration is a reestablishment of, of man's rightful assignment. Take your rightful position in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Glory to Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. We want to pray right now. I want to pray. I want us to pray very powerfully. Glory to Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Father, we thank you for this time. We thank you, Lord, for your power. We thank you for your glory. We thank you, Father, that you have released the power of your anointing upon us in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We thank you, Father, that there is a fresh wind that is blowing right now in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Any evil thing programmed into the sun and the moon against our lives be dismantled in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We are rising up, O oh Lord, with the weapons that you have released in our hands. The spear of the Lord locate and destroy every enemy of our destiny. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we thank you, Father, that we have sent the hunters and the fishers of the Lord to go and look and hunt our destiny where is hidden. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, hallelujah. We welcome the brother all the way from Ghana, and we thank you, Lord, for John Pell. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, who has come and confronting, Lord, understanding the confronting anointing. Every cleverly concealed enemy be exposed and be disgraced by the fishers and the hunters of the Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Heavenly Father, we thank you as we are rising up. We are rising up with that power that you have released upon us. We are rising up, oh Lord. Every marine power, fishing and hunting from our virtue, we destroy you by power, by the fishers and the hunters of the Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, every squattering spiritual entity, hiding to cleverly oppress us, we call on the fishers and the hunters of the Lord to pull you down in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Heavenly Father, we thank you that the net of the Lord, hallelujah, Christ coming to his disciples and saying, throw the net on the right side. Father, attack my attackers with the net of fire in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Oh, heavens, fish out every strange power in charge of my case by your net in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Oh, heavens, Command your net to oppress and possess my possessions where they are hidden and pull them back in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. My father, use your net of fire to restore my stolen stars in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Oh, net of the Lord, hear the word of the Lord. Pursue my pursuers in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Holy Ghost and the blood of Jesus defend us by your net of fire in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Oh Lord, dispatch your violent angels with their net and disgrace my disgracers in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Glory to Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Hallelujah. We need to really fight for our destiny. Glory to Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Some ignore the dominion mandate and succumb to the mystical and statistic teachings of the plateaus. You know, because Christian dominion mandate has faced dominic opposition for thousands of years. Unlike the, the Bible's uh, plateaus teachings are advanced you know, in, 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 in Western universities. From these universities come political leaders influenced and molded by Plato's worldview. 
You know, plateaus teach that a spirit is good, but matter is evil. In other words, what goes in the world doesn't really matter in the long run. And only the soul is important because it is live on eternity. Listen to me. We need to rise up. Particularly as, as, as African children. You know, last night I had a very disturbing dream. It actually disturbed me almost the better half of the day. Because I was taken into a tour of, of like I'm taken into South Africans' innovation centers. These innovation centers, they were occupied by the people from Europe. It was like all our children, they were just told to fill the missing gap, the missing words. And they were told that are not creative enough. They cannot be working in innovation centers. It was like I found myself in a war of restitution. I found myself in a war to restore all things back to their origin where we rose up into the four corners of Africa getting ideas and bringing things. Listen to me. The Bible says in the book of Romans chapter 8 verse 14, only the sons of God walking in the spirit can manifest the kingdom of God. If we don't know that we are the sons of God, we will not understand what we are working with. There is such power in the word of God that we need to really understand. When Christ took dominion on earth, he even changed water into wine, rebuking the wind, walking on the sea, healing the sick. Thousands believed on him and invaded pagan society with Christian cultures. Looking to the spirit only similar to the teachings, and, and not really wanting to walk with the power of Christ. It's an error. We've got to walk with the power of Christ. We've got to understand the power of Christ. Listen to me. <clears throat> not only does the anointing impart spiritual blessing or times of refreshing and healing, but the anointing also breaks yokes and removes burdens. I want to leave you with these statements very bold in your mind. Burdens can be anything. These are the things that we need to speak and blow them out with the power of the word of God. Without confronting anointing, there will be no deliverance. Listen to me. Jeremiah was anointed to root out, pull down, destroy before you could build and plant. This is the picture that we need to walk with as the children of the Lord. Spiritual strongholds include lies of false belief systems that have been fortified in the minds of men. Those that try and enslave the people of Africa. African people got to rise up with their God. You are not sold the God. This is your God. If this was not your God, he was not going to say Africa is the safe place for Jesus Christ to be. The Bible says in the book of Exodus chapter 20 verse 3, Thou shalt have no other gods before me. I thank God that the Lord is rising up more educated people to understand that this thing, <laughs> it's ours. This dominion, it's ours. We've got to rise up. Hallelujah. We need to really possess the land. Scripture declares your right to own land, a personal property. This is one of fulfillment of the covenant blessing to God's people. Deuteronomy chapter 1 verse 8 says, Behold, I have set the land before you. Go in and possess the land which the Lord saw unto your forefathers, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, to give unto them and to their seed after them. Moving backwards, not occupying places. When you feel you're a little bit oppressed because always Christians, they are, I, you know, I am so oppressed. I can't move. I don't know whether God took me to the right place. Is this the right company? Yes, it's the right company. One aspect of biblical dominion is private property ownership. Not ownership by collective of 
pacifist state, but true private property ownership. The scripture declares, but they shall sit every man under his vine and under his fig tree, and none shall make them afraid of the mouth of the Lord of hosts hath spoken it. That's the book of Micah, chapter 4, verse 4. Hallelujah. All Christians, they always want to be, excuse me, sir. They want to be the excuses. Praise God. Rise and take dominion. This is one thing that you need to leave this program with today. Father, we thank you, Lord. We thank you for the time that you've given to us right now. This hour of prayer, we thank you, Father. We bless you, Lord, and we thank you today that you are such a wonderful God in our lives. You are mighty. You are great. You have given us this time. You have taught us dominion. You have given us the anointing. You have given us the anointing to occupy. You have given us the anointing to take position in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We thank you, Father, that you have destined us for dominion. You have destined us for your kingdom living. You have destined us to have power. You have given us the authority over every other spirit. For the Bible says every name shall bow under the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Christ, you have given us the anointing to confront those strongholds. You are the restoring king. We thank you, Father, for this time. We thank you for your mighty. In the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we bless you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. We shall meet again on the same program. Tonight in South African time, 9 p.m. Hallelujah. And we thank God. And if you've got any other prayer, we want you to write to us at VJ Prayer Ministry at gmail.com. Hallelujah. Gmail.com. Send us your prayer requests at VJ Prayer Ministry at gmail.com. We are preaching Christ alive. We do not compromise with the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah.